Cyber Synapse, the podcast that's creating connections through candid conversations about cyber issues. Sponsored by Agency, with your host, Kath Nibbs. Welcome to Cyber Synapse. Today, I'm joined by Reza Moynadin, and Reza is the co-founder of both CyberScanner and Salt Agency. CyberScanner is a continuous cyber risk monitoring and management cloud application which allows both small and large enterprises to easily monitor and manage their cybersecurity. With over 16 years experience in software engineering, Reza has been involved in cybersecurity for almost 10 years. In the last 12 months, Reza and his team have been working on building CyberScanner to make cybersecurity more digestible and manageable for all businesses. So welcome to the podcast, Reza. First question, uh, as I usually ask everybody else, why do you do what do you what you do? What? It's it's my passion. Um, I grew up at a, as a thirteen year old was starting a hosting business in the dot com boom time, and uh, business continued going well. And my dad took the credit card off me and he said, "You can't do that. Do your GCSEs." <laughs> And from there, I'm not just continue learning and doing all sorts of stuff on cybersecurity and web development and engineering, really. So it's, it's always been a passion. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you you are of the same kind of uh, framework that I am and a few other people where you get geek, in inverted Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a natural geek, um, yeah. nerd geek, whatever you want to call that. I don't mind that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a little bit, so yeah. Yeah, I'm beginning to think I should have had that word somewhere in this podcast title, but anyway, anyway, we live and learn. So um, today we've said we're going to talk about small businesses and, yeah. you know, is cybersecurity something they need to care about? If so, why? Well, um, of course they do um, for many, many reasons. One is their own personal security and then the other one is if, if you're a business whatever the size, you're going to be affected by GDPR. I believe you, you're going to be releasing the podcast on that as well later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you will be affected by it. And if you're hacked, you need to tell ICO. And then from there onwards, then uh, you're going to have issues by being fined and so on. So, so you need to be careful about your cybersecurity and making sure everything is patched. Yeah. Yeah, we're not talking, um, well, actually, what we are talking nowadays is you need to have a burglar alarm, a, a gridded windows, CCTV, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, so that you yeah. kind of feel protected. And this is the same for cyber-based. It, it, it is the same for cyber-based stuff. I mean, what, what people don't realize is they just go and, especially small businesses, they go and pay someone 500 quid to build something. And what... They don't realize it's because the industry is not very well regulated at the moment. Uh, people yeah. don't realize what they get in return. But like these days, you go and you know you have a building done. You've got safety measurements. You've got certifications, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then you go, actually, you know, this person's certified by the government. I know that they're safe. They're doing the right job. And then they're building my house. They're doing it right. But then you've got the carbon builders at the same time who do a really really bad job, and you end up having problems. And this yeah. is the same thing when you're running a business online, um, whether you're a small or a large enterprise, you all face the same issues. Yeah. Do you, th- do you think this is because um, people are, they're frightened of technology. So what they do is they pay other people to come and f- perhaps build their website because it's almost like, well, I know, I know a bloke who does that, that's a geek that can set you up with a website. And then lo and behold, you've had one set up that isn't secure. 
Exactly. Well, the, it, I think that the fear is one thing, and the, the, the other side of it is the lack of knowledge. I mean, uh, I rather focus on what I'm good at, right? And you rather focus on what you're good at. So you, you trust that someone does a good job. What you don't know is how good are they at doing that job. And because the technology, whether we like it or not, it's not that old, and people are not that experienced, and you don't know how good someone is till you see what they have done before and uh, you know you see all their um, reviews and so on so um, but when it comes to cyber security that's even a lot newer i mean people are only talking about cyber security in the last couple of years in, in, in a real manner and people are more aware of it yeah. it's been there for many many years i mean we've had antiviruses that's part of cyber security if you want to talk about that but people really now focus on it in the last few years and it's becoming uh, the awareness of it is becoming more and more so that's 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 the issue yeah yeah i yeah what i'm thinking actually is kapersky or avg isn't quite enough actually for, <laughs> for for so for obviously some of these small businesses they might not even know what i'm talking about there but what what we are saying is antivirus software on your computer is not enough no it's not it's definitely not enough so you you got you got to protect yourself in many many manners so uh, when, when, when you run a business, you've got your antivirus on your, on your computer, that's, mm. that's one thing. And then you've got your own personal security and having secure passwords, for example. People use the same passwords everywhere and that's wrong. What they need to do is they have to use lots of different types of passwords or use a password manager with one single one and every different website gets a different one. So yeah. if, for example, your LinkedIn um, is hacked, uh, not as in you are hacked, or LinkedIn is hacked itself, the password is leaked, and if it's leaked, then hackers are very likely to go and use the same password everywhere else to see if it matches, and if it does match, then they've got access to everything. Uh, that's happened to me when I was 14, and all my passwords went out, and yeah. that was it. I lost a lot of things, and it's normal if you um, use the same password. You need to protect the website that you built, make sure it's patched, it's, uh, it's got the latest software on it, and don't put it behind and go, oh, it'll be fine. But what people don't realize is they go on like small uh, platforms like WordPress or Magento, and they don't do the patches, and they leave them up unupdated for many, many years. And what happens is they have malware installed on the software, which means they will steal their client information and also probably their business is being used to do other things. So they're being used in that way as well. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we kind of just, just skimmed over the, the beginnings of that before we started this, didn't we, about actually how, uh, how it's never just one layer of data that gets hacked. And, and obviously... No. I am going to say, don't write your passwords down in a book. Use, like you've said, use a password manager yeah. software. Yeah, I mean, if people don't know what password managers are, like search for something like LastPass or One Password, and you'll oh. see what they are, and you can go and learn about it. Essentially, what they do is they encrypt all your passwords in one location and use one single master password to get into them. It's almost like a safe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think uh, Gary, <laughs> Gary, who uh, who obviously both we know, who's been on one of the previous podcasts. This has been a joke between us that people have a password book, but they tend to write oh, it down in, and and, and actually do. that is quite truthful. <laughs> uh, they do. My dad does. He's got this little exactly. notebook. 
And now, now if, if anyone knows my dad, the um, finest, like this is in wallet, and then he goes out. He does kind of hash them out, which means he encrypts them uh, because he speaks two languages. He writes parts of it in Farsi and the other parts in English, so no one knows what the password is. But in reality, I could read that and say, yeah, this is the password. Hey, that yeah. would work. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. now they did take them out. It's horrendous. Yeah, and there are actually um, some really good techniques for, um, so I'm just going to geek a second and say that um, there's somebody uh, somebody who's written books about um, kind of how you create passwords and some of the techniques are that you make up, this comes from memory mnemonics and I'm actually going to quote somebody called Jim Quick here who, who's recently talked about how you remember your passwords is... Yeah to think about the first street that I lived on and, and this is where I lived and this is, was the colour door and you use letters and numbers to, to kind of make yeah. your password. But for some yeah. people, it's, I'm almost thinking about the way that brains work in this day and age, people forget them all over the place. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, and that's, that's layer one, passwords. That's yeah, that, that, that's layer one, get, get your password secure. I mean, yeah. one, one of the best ways um, I've been told that well, and I've discovered that people remember exactly what you said. Just put, create a sentence like, I used to live on, you know, I used to go to Longford School, and that's it. And then that's, that's your entire password, capitalize it, and then you're done. If you need some letters, then use a letter at the end or at the start of it, then you're actually making it. That's more secure than having, you know, just a small name and number right after it. So yeah. that's the best way, and you re always remember it. So yeah. that's that. Also, just that. The next step would be to get 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 your website behind what people call WAF, which is Web Application Firewalls. That's something a lot of people don't know about, and it's not very um, out there. But it will become more and more common for people to use. Just like you've got a hosting company, you'll have your WAF and DDoS protection company. So you pay a very very small fee. In some cases, no fee at all. For example. You've got the namings of uh, Cloudflare or Encapsula, which um, you go behind and their systems and then they'll protect you. So if mm -hmm. you do not apply patches, so if you don't update your software, they tend to block what they know is vulnerable. Obviously they won't block things that they don't know is vulnerable, but at least you have a safety measure there. It's like having the metal gate in front of your window. So that's, 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 that's the essential of it, and it will block yeah. all the known vulnerabilities. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just thinking for, for small businesses, actually, they don't need to know all of these, these particular words like DDoS and, and how, how yeah. things can be hacked. What they need to know is, how do I protect my business? What, what do I need to put in place? Um, and it needs somebody who, who can actually explain it, A, in pretty much simple terms, and I'm also hearing B, not somebody who comes along who just waffles a load of letters and says this yeah. is what you need. So, you know, that again, I'm kind of coming back to your point about um, cowboy uh, IT people. Yeah, yes. what we need. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think what, what, what we really, really, really need is a government like system or platform that comes out and people can actually go and follow nicer step guidelines. Uh, what we don't have is we don't have that and we don't have any guidance for small businesses. What we do have is just like a couple of certifications, but certifications mm. do not protect you. And that's the reality of it. We have, we need to have proper guides where the government actually sets out where at least people can follow, especially small businesses. I mean, what are we talking? 
Well, it's more businesses. We're not talking about someone who's a one-person uh, one, one band or anything like that. We've got, I mean, I've, I've seen companies, I am not kidding you, they, they make five million plus and they come in and they, they were like, oh, I was fine on this website. And I'm like, so you paid someone 2,000 pounds to build a website. You're making about five million pounds, but you're not really protecting this. It's like, oh, I thought it would be fine. It's like, yeah, no, you're not. You've lost mm-hmm. a lot of data. If it came GDPR time, you should have, you would have had to announce this. And then that, your revenue would have been completely tarnished because government's going to fine you about 20% of that. And also you're losing trust with your clients as well because it will get published publicly yeah yeah one of the things i'm i'm kind of thinking about is obviously i work in this this um field of um uh, counseling psychotherapy but also it's it's mental health services so what i do see is a lot of the smaller businesses set themselves up they get a facebook page um Mm. and and aren't quite aware that the Facebook page tends to be linked to their own personal Facebook page. Um, And and, and this is one of the things, so we're back to that password level, that actually people would be able to get hold of business data, personal data via Facebook. Um, And then they they pay for websites setting up. And one of the things I know about some of the smaller businesses, that they are looking to do this for nothing. And and I think that's one of the issues, isn't it? Is they're using cheap fixes yeah yeah they do they do want it for cheap or for nothing uh, i mean i mean i i guess it's who you're dealing with if if you can't afford paying an agency to do it which is more expensive mm-hmm. at least find someone who he's who's doing it quite a lot and it's experienced and it keeps things up to date it's hard to find that unfortunately but it is possible to find it by looking at like the linkedin reviews and finding out what people are really talking about and yeah go and see their example of work and go and talk to the other businesses and see if they're happy because they could say something and it's not really true so that's 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 there and the fact that you mentioned that their facebook profiles or link that's that's another big issue so your wordpress gets hacked your password is leaked and then what they can do is they can get into probably they can get into your facebook because you're very likely to share the same password and then you've got your family information stolen and what happens from there onwards um i don't know if that's happened to you one of my employees a few weeks ago received a message from his friend saying uh, hey mate i need some money um can you like transfer me some money? Because he thought it was his friend on Facebook. He actually did transfer it. And then a couple of hours later, he received a message saying, oh, my Facebook has been hacked. And yeah. then um, you've, you've sent some money to some random person. And that's it. It's, it's the reality of it. So there's, there's a lot of issues that can come out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's not just about um, kind of Facebook. It's, it's about any kind of social media. But also I'm, I'm just thinking about the data that people take from their websites and also um because we've it's cropped up twice is this idea of um ico need to be told but also that you can be fined and, and the, there is something about i'm not sure that many small businesses particularly that i know of uh, um are aware that you only have a very limited time in which to to report it and obviously yeah, you, yeah your reputation is then tarnished about actually you didn't take the the precaution yeah, you can take the precautions beforehand and that yeah. this is the personal data of your, your clients. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly true. And the, the, it, 
what dark comes of us a lot worse than it is um i actually don't know if they will criminalize you if you haven't taken that act or not um, i don't know if you know that um but mm. I'm, I'm not sure about it. what happens from there onwards when you get fined and then you get taken to court i don't know what will happen from there onwards but i'm sure that there'll, there'll, there'll be even further tougher laws as the years come by so that's, yeah that's yeah, well, we're kind of moving into open waters, aren't we? And nobody knows quite what's over the horizon with this. But what I, what we do know for us, in inverted commas, geeks that have been watching this for a while, actually there's yeah. potential here for data to be used in, in lots and lots of criminal ways by other people. And that actually we, as the data holders, whatever yeah. it is that we're doing as this business, we, we have an obligation to our clients yeah. that... You know, we're not leaving pieces of paper around. We're not, uh, and this is the same for the cyber stuff. So, it is, yeah, you, sh you shouldn't do that. You don't, no. you don't go around and putting like, I mean, you you deal with your with your clients. You don't go and like leave a booklet of you know clients' information out there and go, hey, people, just use it up and do whatever. And then they yeah. can be sold out as well on the dark web if you go and uh, you can actually purchase data. I think. Yeah. You know what the data is, it starts from 50p and it goes up to £10 per person and you can purchase these. Um, <laughs> there are lots of websites that they do that. Um, there's like hacker Russian websites and all that. Um, and that, that becomes an issue. I mean, at the moment we are um, doing some uh, dark web monitoring system, uh, building it, where we're looking at people's leaked data and how you associate to businesses and it's so easy to go and purchase these data and it's, the, the passwords are out there their personal information family information in some cases like who's their children and all that it's, it's yeah. really really scary. and if if your clients information can get out there is you've got your fine to worry about you've got the criminalization to worry about and then the fact that because it gets publicized you also have to worry about your customers coming out and see you as well. So that's going to become an issue. Yeah. I, I, I personally feel like what will happen is, you know, what we have with the PPIs, there will be law firms that will open up just to give you a call. It's like, oh, we have heard that you have... Yeah, your data has been leaked. <laughs> Are you aware of this? Yes, no. Oh, we can tell you how much people will owe you. And people will jump on the bandwagon and, yeah. you know... The country's getting into more debt. Why not? Let's get on that and try to sue another company. And if I get five hundred quid out of that, five hundred quid is there. So there's it all adds up suddenly. Yeah, I'm just thinking actually that there's going to be hackers that do the same as well. Say, you know, can we get your data? So not only will you have the genuine um, liturgious society that says, right, yeah. let's let's get let's get some money for these people who have had their data yeah. leaked, but there's also going to be the 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 hackers that want your data so that they can then do something with um yeah they can double benefit from it so yeah. the data online and also use it to do something else to, to pass on to solicitors to pass on to this and that now i'm saying solicitors will buy it but they will fake out that they are solicitors and so on yeah. so they're, they're, they're I, do you know all i ever seem to do on these podcasts is bring doom doom and more doom i'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, it, it, it's like the security of the reality of it. And it's dark, and it's yeah. um, it, 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 there is a sad side of it, but there is also the good side of it. People, what what we can do is we can actually get we we, we can we, we can diminish these hackers, and we can get rid of them, and we can reduce their numbers. And by the only way to do that is to protect ourselves better and 
make it really, really, really hard for them to actually yeah. be able to do these acts. And that's the best way to do it. So if everybody actually gets together and tries to improve their cybersecurity and website securities and their public domain security, then they can reduce the chances of these hackers getting in there um, and trying to um, let sell out the information so we can get rid of them. There, there, there is a positive side to it, so it's not, it's not all doom and gloom. No, no. Um, well, I mean, the thing is, is for every, every opportunity of hacked data, there's an opportunity for a businessman, but there's also an opportunity for a criminal. And actually, the yes. criminal and the businessman are exactly the same thing. And that's, that's essentially what I see this yes. as, is, is you're preventing a businessman taking your data and making more business out of it as yes, well as, that's right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think there's a Chinese Chinese word. I can't I can't remember what it was, but basically he he explained that for every every opportunity uh, for every disaster, yeah, it's, it's the word of disaster. So mm -hmm. disaster explains that it's there's disaster and there's opportunity in it. So the symbols that is created. So that's that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and I, when you were talking about selling data on, on the dark web, I mean, apart from the fact that we haven't covered the dark web yet on this podcast, because that, that I'm going to do soon, because I want to, it'll probably end up being a three-hour podcast, that one, or, or I'll just have to do it in chunks. There's, there's, yeah, the dark um, web is beautiful. Yeah. Well, I, but, yeah, well, for me, I'm just thinking, well, that's, that's why people sell this data, because it's a business. You know. it, 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 it is a, um, it is a legitimate business. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know if you um, if you were there when I did um, um, my presentation on the dark web. Mm. Um, it, it is a legitimate business. It's, it's nine till five. They they go into their offices. It, it's, yeah. it's organizations. They go into their offices. They sit down. They start working, and then they finish up on a Friday. And generally, they do all the hacking over the weekend using bots. And then they come back on a Monday morning and they go, "Ooh, how much money have I made today?" Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the bit that I think people forget is is that actually yeah. these these people because they might be females as well. There are some of us that are quite geeky. Um, actually, they're, what they're doing is exactly the same as somebody who turns up to office hours, exactly the same as a, a you know, it's pretty much they're, they're the elite of what they do. And that's, that's one of the things to bear in mind is they are very, very good at what they do. So we are very, very good. Organized. Yeah. yeah, they're very, very good. That's why they, they, they're quite successful and that's why they get around with it quite well. Yeah. I mean, currently we've got these cryptocurrencies that are coming out and they're using that to even hide themselves even better and hence why all the prices of these cryptocurrencies go up as well um but yeah no, they're they're extremely good at it they they're out there they're, they work as businesses they have targets to hit they have essentially they didn't know their plans of how they're going to go around and use all these smaller businesses because what i think will eventually happen as well is bigger businesses are going to make their systems tighter and tighter. And what will happen is I will say, these hackers will move away from targeting bigger businesses, move away into more of a smaller businesses because the chances of them being able to use those is a lot easier and it's a lot easier to hack a smaller website, hack a mm. smaller business and get the data. And then once you accumulate all that, you've got tons, tons of information to go after and sell and use or do whatever you want to do, whether it's sending text messages or whether it's a way to, you know, pull out money from their banking accounts. It, it is possible. It's, it's, it's just out there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm actually thinking of a metaphor that might explain this quite well is it's, it's almost like the, the super duper deluxe cars that have all of the, the security on that prevents you breaking into them versus yeah. the tiny little, I don't know, Ford Fiesta or Corsa sat on the corner street that you just need to hit the, the door with. Do you remember the, the um, tennis ball trick? That people yes. just yeah. hit the, hit the cap. Well, actually, that's, that's what I'm seeing is this hierarchy of, well, let's just nick a smaller car. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's easier to just nick the smaller car because it's not being tracked. The person who, um, who is, you know, having the car stall is less likely to go and try to find this person because they don't have the money or they, 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 it, it takes a lot of resources and their reward goes less when, when it comes to, um, you know, the police and all that. They, they will hear it, but it's a lot harder to track for a smaller businesses than to track for a bigger business. Yeah. So it's just the reality of it. Yeah. So what would you recommend that the small businesses and, well, small, medium businesses kind of do? Okay. So the recommendation list, make sure all your passwords are secure. You use long passwords, encrypted passwords, make them hard to read. Don't use them everywhere that you have. So don't use the same password on your email that you use on the website. So look in details. Make sure you always, always keep your website secure by updating it. So if you're hosting, if your developer comes and says, you know, you need to update this once every month and this is the fee, don't put it on the site because once you do that, you're very likely to get hacked. I'll give you a very good example of it in, um, um, in a large enterprise, NHS was hacked because they didn't update their systems yeah. and they refused pay updating fees so that will happen and if you don't do it you are very likely to get hacked and then finally put your website behind a web application firewall talk to your developer and say i want to be behind a WAF i want to have ddos protection and then you can protect yourself a lot better than normal so that's the four, four simple steps okay Okay, and, and I'm just thinking about, and would you be a person that people could come to for that kind of advice? And um, Yeah, they can do, yeah. They can yeah. get in touch with me. Um, you, you can give out my uh, contact information if you like. Okay. And they can get in touch with me and I'll, I'll advise them. Whether it's on, on Twitter, um, it's at my ending. I think it's better written. Uh, well, yeah, what I'll do, I'll put everything <laughs> into, uh, I'll put your um, contact details on the show notes and also... Uh, as as always, if people want to email me, then they can do. Because um, obviously, I deal with the other side of it. It is you know, I sit in the therapy room with somebody who has been hacked, and we talk about what's going to happen, about how they feel about it, and so on and so forth. But obviously, uh, this is a case of let's do what we can to protect it during in the first place. But also, yeah. it's it's knowing that there's little steps. Um, and I was actually, as you were talking about the NHS, I started laughing, thinking. Hmm, I've just recently seen a couple of TV programs that are now bringing this into um, sort of like um, how hospitals can be hacked or how businesses can yeah. be hacked and yeah. because it's becoming a topic that, that people want to talk about. But I do feel it's slightly um, massively over-exaggerated. It, 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 it's a slightly is and at the same time it isn't. Um, yeah. the, the, the problem is once, once you have your foot in the door, you have access to a lot of things. So um, just to give you an example, when you, when you go into hospitals, a lot of the systems, even though like the, 
uh, x-ray systems, they're connected to an ethernet. Yeah. And that means once you have got your foot in the door, then you can actually go in there and take people's x-rays. And, you know, it might not be useful to, to you and me, but it, it's, it's probably useful to someone else for many, many reasons. But there is that, you know, to go and blackmail someone or get some historic information on their uh, yeah. health. There is always lots of different things that yeah. can come out. Yeah, it's the sinister. It's the sinister side of what can happen with the data, isn't it? It's, yeah. That's that's what we need to bear in mind. It, it is the sinister side of it. And yeah. If the hackers are there, they are doing it because there is a sinister side of it. It's yeah. not for you know um, jollies. They don't do that for no reason. Uh, no, I mean that's that's the uh, 1980s. Uh, uh, th I'm just thinking weird science and some of the some of the program. You know, that's that's what we did at, um, at younger ages was play about with. Yeah, yeah, we did that. Didn't we? we we had like we had the Commodores and all that. We were like, ooh, put some code in there, and it's like, oh, I had something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm 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 a Commodore quit. I loved loved my Commodore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, you know, I, I put something in there, and oh yes, I can change this. And it's no longer that. It's it's full and running businesses, and they 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 just do it because they they're there to make money, and that's the end of the result and they'll do it for whatever reason and if they can do it they will do it you'll see less people going and stealing cars but now that's moved on to a more of a modern manner so that's the way to think about it really um yeah and still cars they go something else to do something else sinister yeah i'm just thinking of the that so i'm going to go back to commodore moment the poke and peek that you use to change the screen colours and the border, yes. right? That, I'm thinking, actually, that's what these people are doing. They're poking and peeking at your data. Yes, they are. Yeah. yeah. So, Commodore 64 in 2017, get in. Okay. <laughs> I believe I've made that link. Right. Yeah. I, th I think I need to go and have a drink and uh, to a cup of tea. Yeah. Because I've gone yeah, off one now. Right. Go back into the moments. I mean, all this um, legacy stuff are coming out. I bought myself for uh, Christmas one of these uh, Sega Mega Drives. Um, uh, old, old school editions so I can sit down and play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, oh. I, I introduced my children to a Commodore 64 when they were about seven or eight, and they looked and just went, what is that? You know, they're taped. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're taped. You have to wait. Yeah, <laughs> three minutes you have to wait. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. can't read, can they? They don't, they yeah. don't know what. It's like. I, well, that's that's one of the things that I do kind of write about and talk about is actually the the level of patience um, in in younger people nowadays has changed. Yeah. No, they they, they have no patience whatsoever. It's, uh, <coughs> yeah. That's not. That, that's, yeah, that's, we'll go that's, off on one. That's another story. But yeah. all I'm saying is that they will never know what a big pen is and a tape that you roll a reverse bag is like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, so thank, thank you for your time. Um, and obviously all of the details will be in the, the show notes and they'll be you know, down below on YouTube and um, on the iTunes when I do that. So yes. thank you very much for your time, Reza. No worries, thank you.